No pens, no radio, no newspapers, no political conversation. Visitors are once per month. Did you ever sleep through my bed again? I could get used to this. You are the white Mandela. You are the most deluded of them all. Whatever happened to you, don't give up. We've heard about you too. How many years? For me, 12 for him. Oh, but we don't plan on staying that long. Greetings, esteemed listeners. We've got quite a strange one today. Uh, Escape from Petunia. I mean, Pretoria. Sorry, the Harry Potter references are still bleeding through. I think I've lost count of the times we shout at the screen. Use Alahamora, you stupid... Yeah, I know. (laughs) Um, Anyway, uh, this is a film which divulges uh, a rather obscure true story uh, about two white South Africans' imprisonment for opposing apartheid uh, and their attempt to escape from a notorious prison. So this was actually released in theatres in 2020, interestingly. How was it? Just as the the pandemic hit. Oh, okay. Um, So conveniently, this film had to try and escape a lockdown. So does this mean this film Um, can't be up for any of our awards? Yes. Well, here's the thing. Like I say, it it basically was released on the day the pandemic, like, kicked off in the UK. As I say, it's a film about a lockdown, having to escape a lockdown. See, that's kind of weird, because I genuinely thought this would have been made in lockdown, because it seems like a really clever thing to release now. That's agree, really weird, but... because obviously, like, yeah, he, he really hits home about, you know, how it feels to be in prison. And the thing is, I spent the whole film being like, yeah, well, you know, I've been in a lockdown, but, you know, at least I'm not these guys. You know what I mean? Like, it's Ryder's always Yeah, worse. it made next to no money. Um, and basically, with it now hitting streaming services in 2021, we, like the rest of the world, are treating this as its true release date, because functionally speaking... Apart from reviewers and a couple of avid cinema goers and criminals, essentially, oh, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> no one has seen this film. Um, so I am treating this as a 21, 2021 okay. film, yeah. to be honest. Um, hey, it's, it's, it's our awards that we haven't done, but to so me, who cares? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. we can do what Best we want. Best film Fuck goes to else. Batman 1989. Shit. No one's listening. <laughs> <laughs> it is. It's, oh, it's a good film. Um so yeah, this this took us by surprise because we were we were gonna look at um, I care. I mean, we don't care that much, kind of but we will watch it. Good. It is it is up it no, is, is up enough. to watch next week. Isn't but, it? So. yeah, yeah. But we spotted that Radcliffe was with was in this and being quite oh, a yeah, fascinating yeah. actor. Um, weirdly, we yeah. were actually quite intrigued by it. Like he's not an actor I still fully understand. I don't think because I haven't seen a lot of his properly amazing performances. Apart well, from I'm trying this one. Yeah, yeah that's like, the one I'd say stands out. In terms of his post Potter work, um, playing you know a, a farting dead mm. person for an hour and a half is is definitely the highlight of his <laughs> his career. No, after that, I mean, yeah, the, the dummy did, really did a lot of the work, but yeah, <laughs> um, yeah, because I think the only other thing I'd seen him in was no, it's it's two things. I, I always forget that he was in Now You See Me too. Um, by the way, don't watch. No, you don't see before. it. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Fuck me. The stupidest know, naming really, decision so of all the film, possibly. Yeah, anyway. Um, what was it? Apart from, um, what's it called? Too Fast, Too Furious or something. Honestly, I nearly yeah. fell in my chair when I saw that. Anyway, um, what was I saying? Oh, yeah, the other one. Wolf no, he's, 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 quite, he's, he's good. He, he's so solid like, in it. Literally, I didn't he's see a lot of that film because like, I wasn't not, looking. Uh, incredible so... Brilliant. That's my phone going off. That's probably just um, some other critics who have just listened to our Malcolm and Mary review. Uh, 
What, 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 what is it? Yeah, it's also the linguistic sport because yeah. Oh, Marie, I feel so bad. Yeah, they're, yeah. Really, they're really persistent, aren't they? The Guardian, yeah. the Guardian, fucking they hate do, us. They are lynching um, us right now. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Honestly. Anyway, speaking about someone who, Any, who, who yeah, doesn't have press, very good relationship good with press. their guardians in uh, Harry Potter movies. Um, segue. <laughs> Anyway, so yeah. Oh Jesus! Sorry, That's yeah, it's like Paul Blart segue. levels of segue. Um, anyway, so yeah, I think he's good in Women in Black. I think that film's quite a good movie. Also, anyway. I want to, I want to watch him in Kill Your Darlings, where he plays Alan Alan Ginsberg. I mean, that's a fascinating role because Ginsberg being like one of the best poets in a, you know the 1960s that would be really cool to watch him oh, do. I don't know. So, about I don't think because right, it's been ten years now. <laughs> Right, it's been ten years now since okay. Harry Potter, basically. Yeah, mental. So we've had ten years. He's had ten years to to flourish since. And to be honest, he's done a decent job. You know, he doesn't. I look think like could... he's aged ten years. He still looks about twelve. Yeah, he still. It's looks, the still weird thing. It's it's really weird, and it still feels recent. I feel like um, maybe he's needed that ten years of time for the world to kind of their their focus has shifted away from Harry Potter. Like Harry Potter now feels like an old thing that happened. It's not like um. You know, since the success of the MCU kind of replaced its place in the market. Well, oh yeah, for sure. I think the reason yeah. it doesn't feel like as long as it was is actually because specifically for our um, direct generation, the distance, the age gap between us and Harry's character when the films came out is not too dissimilar to our the, the, the gap between our age now and the character in the seventh film or the actor in the seventh film. Like yeah, if you take all things into account, it's still we're still weirdly in that in that kind of bracket of being in the target audience, oddly, even though, you know, this film's been done for ages. But yeah, that's literally the only reason I think we can agree that's the only reason we watched this film. I didn't really know anything about like hearing that it's a prison escape film doesn't really fill me with a lot of confidence because in principle that's a fairly fairly generic idea. Um Yeah. I mean to be fair, I apart from Escape Plan Two, I haven't seen a bad prison break movie. I don't think I've seen a bad one. I haven't seen one. Well, this is this ties into the the fact that this is well. Shawshank Redemption is obviously the best. Obviously, <laughs> so, yeah, that's amazing. The Rock has elements of it, although not not very much. Yeah, I, I really want to watch Escape from Alcatraz, though. I haven't seen that. Yes, weirdly, I used Pretty to think sweet. before I saw it, I thought Shutter Island was meant to be an escape film. It does look like that, which in some it? ways, yeah, exactly. It's kind of weird. It's I mean, to be fair, it's not entirely not because it is sort of a person trying to infiltrate and then leave an asylum i guess yeah we, yeah we but, don't know you know we don't want to spoil it for anyone well fuck no we spoil everything here i don't care um no don't spoil shutter island for anyone <laughs> spoil the nice. end yeah all right whatever <laughs> fine yeah um but this the, Keep the, the, the interesting thing about um so yeah so we, i think I'm, it's a true it's, it's based on a true story of um two people who are meant to be supposedly uh instrumental in um i forgot what the movement was actually called but it's yeah the anti anti-apartheid movement essentially um, yeah, but it's so. Th- what's funny about this film? This is there. So there, are two, there are two types of like true story adaptation styles in terms of film. The one one is where you just explore like a con- the concrete facts of a singular aspect of an event with like little context beyond like the raw material and what 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 it is. And the second type is using the backdrop of like a fascinating story to tell a story that's sort of quite different and like a different interesting theme using its context. So like for instance, the dig the other week that's an example yeah. of the latter where the actual event itself is not really center stage it's just there to to punctuate a different story 
Whereas I think it'd be fair to say Escape from Pretoria, I'm, we're going to mispronounce that a lot, is definitely the former, I think. I yeah, think most yeah, of my like, feelings it's... about the film stem from that fact. It's very much a sticking to the the core events. I don't think it's I don't think it's trying to tell another story using it necessarily. Which no, is it's fine. not like an allegory or anything. It's definitely um, it's under because even the way they shoot it and the way they show it, they they want you to see the ins and outs and the clever things that these prisoners have to do in order to escape. Hmm. And that right. is to me. The probably is one of the biggest strengths of the film is it's the combination of its very good cinematography and editing along with some some very nicely placed CG for um, just down to stuff like showing the keys moving inside. Yeah, I was going to say that's that's my favorite thing about the movie. That's still my favorite shot the first time you see that. Yeah, when they basically they um, mix the shot of him putting the key in the lock with I, I think it might have been a practical effect of just a massive key. In a massive lock. Possible. That's how it looked to me. It may, it I, th- awesome. I think it was just a very well blended CG. It's a lot like, uh, and I've forgotten the name of the bloody film. It's it's a re- it has a really famous um, introduction scene. It's got Nicolas Cage in it. It's like Lord of War or something like that. Oh, Lord where of it shows War, yeah, the um, like the light of the, the bullet. bullet. It yeah, a very, it's a set very CG, yeah but... exactly. Yeah, a very similar feel to that of the way you you see it in its process. And it's very the film is very intent on being intricate and detailed on the on the tiny things which is which is mm. where it excels i think it would be fair to say because not many as we say not many escape films dwell they'll, they'll usually dwell on the emotional state of of the character and the fact they have a weird relationship with someone and the fact they're going to get bummed in a shower none of that stuff really apart from in some bits of subtext none of that stuff is really in this film it's all about the escape and all of the inmates are more or less on the same page as each other for the majority of the film, which is quite odd. I found yeah. that really, really strange. Well, in a good way. What, what, in a way, in terms of like they don't, they don't fall. All the falling outs are pretty chill. There's I mean, like one they, falling they out. Make, about they make a deal of like at the start, they're like, "Don't mix with the murderers," and then from then on, I don't know if you see any of the murderers. No, you literally don't. stay with the murderers. Oh, and thank, that, thank God uh, for that. That won't exactly. Come up so later, they kind of doesn't. They kind of like knock that on the head, don't they? As in like. Have to think about it now. Yeah, you know, it's just, it's isn't that kind of movie. Arguably, an unfired Chekhov's gun. That I had actually kind of forgotten about it. Yeah, like they literally just say, "Don't don't talk to the murderers," and then that's it. It's a fun little scene where the idiot, the sort of the idiot of the two partners, not idiot. I say, well, actually, let's talk about that briefly because there's two main characters. Well, yeah, well, three, if you weirdly. look at the, if you look at the way they <laughs> branded it, right? If you look at the poster, they give. Half of the poster to Daniel Radcliffe and half of it to Daniel Webber, who plays his like his right hand man, basically. Yeah, but a man Dan- who, it's Daniel Webber, saying... he feels like he doesn't do anything in the whole movie, really. No. <laughs> the other, the other um, prisoner, the French guy, uh, played by I can't remember, um, was I think much better. Obviously, yeah, as I a character, he was a really interesting character. The, the it, French. Um... Le- Played by Mark Leonard Winter, I think it's Leonard Fontaine is his name. Right. And his okay. anyway, he was really he was really like the second main character because you really understood what was driving him a bit more. In fact, they kind of explored his motives aside from you know it's not nice being in prison and the apartheid yeah. is bad. Now, aside <laughs> exactly. from those two things, they explored his motives a bit more in a more interesting way. Like one of the best scenes is when he um, goes to see talk to his son and he gets to his, talk to his son like once every month and then mm. it goes wrong it's really 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 sad it's really it sad is. and it, it's one of the moments that shows you um just how brutal the um the prison guard mongo is 
and and, yes. and just there's loads of like is that things. is that actually his name? Mongo, yeah, played by Nathan Page. Okay, sorry, that's just that's a that's a famously out out of date insult. Is it? <laughs> yeah. What with the other? Like really. Yeah, yeah, I think I think there's an I think it's an Australian disc. I mean, I don't think I like. Yeah, I wouldn't expect anyone to most people to know that. But yeah, it's like a it's an elongation of another rather nasty derogatory term. Oh right. Um, but yeah, no, that's fine. If that's actually his name. It doesn't matter. Yeah, he was great in this. He he brought a real Ben Mendelsohn this to the role. <laughs> you kept saying that during the film. He literally great. reminds me of him so much. <laughs> he is just I, I got a ben proper. Mendelsohn I got character. proper like Rogue One vibes. <laughs> No, right. The the, uh, the 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 French character whose name I've forgotten already. Yeah, Leonard. Remind me again, Leonard. Leonard. Um, so what's funny is that he seems to be the only character who isn't actually um, uh, like a. He's not. A, he he was added to the film. He is completely fiction uh, fictitious, as far as we understand it. Well, we don't know because they showed this picture at the end. It might just be there was no pictures taken. Let me, I'll uh, you, maybe I'll look it up for you. Either way, carry on. But, with what but he did. He did feel odd because, like you say, the the person who is. Uh, oh, he's the oh. Radcliffe's right-hand man. He's a fictional character. Yeah, Appar- apparently, so, apparently. Yeah, exa- so this is what. But I there's, mean. but there's, uh, there's pictures of an old version of him. Uh, okay. Either way, it's odd because, as you say, uh, Radcliffe's right-hand man. He seems like it's like he's it's like he he he's joined the resistance movement as like an intern. <laughs> and like, because he because he gives off the impression early in the film that he doesn't really know what he's doing because he's yeah. kind of like they're, they're planting um, what you think is a bomb, which is re- it's a really nice thing because you think at the start of the film oh it's really um, that's really cool meant to be trying to disrupt the situation yeah well you think he's doing like a Mandela news. bombing a um what is, I know Mandela left a bomb I can't remember Mandela bombing Mandela yeah, did bombing say. didn't he Mandela uh, bombing. I don't know. Yeah, didn't he try and bomb a train I station? I thought he was. I thought he was a peaceful. Oh, I don't know. No, he became peaceful. Well, either right? way. Yeah, beginning. A... Yeah, he. Um... Yeah, they launched. Really they nice launched bomb attacks on government targets and planned for possible guerrilla warfare. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Well, yeah, anyway, it's an, it's a really nice subversion because you properly expect that to be the state of things because of the way it depicts the uh, the scene early in the film, but. Um... And then when it turns out he's just like delivering pamphlets and stuff, it actually, you know what? It's funny. It gave me a, uh, it gave me feelings of what I would have liked the film News of the World to be more about. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we should stop having a go at that. Actually, well, I should stop having a go. At no, that. it's a missed um, opportunity. It is. Yeah. Exactly. I'd li- I'd like to see someone else make that movie. <laughs> but <laughs> really, is, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. This is the nice thing about um, I don't, I don't want to call it. It's not like an indie film, but it's quite a relatively small film. This um. But the thing I, I appreciate that it wastes basically no time at all in just getting them in prison, going right, they got to escape prison because really it's about it must be about four minutes, if that, where they're just they're in the, they're in the streets, they're doing the bombing, the police turn up, they're in court, they're in jail. It shows them try to get away, yeah, and then that's it. Uh, briefly, yeah, yeah, yeah it must, just, it's probably like, ten minutes. Like the intern guy jumps out the window, is like, I don't know what I'm doing. He's like, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. Um, you don't know why I'm here, and I'm going to spend the rest of the film standing around being like, ooh, this is cool. Yeah, I mean, he I genuinely can't remember what he did. He, he carried off some some stuff in a bag full of soil for them to get rid of the evidence. That that, it. That's nice. Well, it's all that important. It's nice all film. important, you know. It is. I do feel like they wrote him out of the story a little bit. Yeah, I mean, I'm interested it does, to it know whether there's way. a reason for that. If there's a behind the scene reason, I don't know. Yeah, especially since if they were going to contrive like character moments, which they did for the for the uh, for Leonard, they mm. might as well have. Uh, superimpose them onto onto his character instead of introducing an entire new person. Mm. But that being said, 
as you say, the scene with his son is still great. So, you know, it's, it's difficult to move around character motivations, stuff like that. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, so that the, the political and historical themes and like, and character explorations, all of those elements of a normal film are often at the disadvantage of being able to create a very honest depiction of a historical event. So I think this film does definitely, for the most part, apart from that one character, it tends to eschew most of those bits. Like the, the fact, the fact that they these these two slash three people are meant to be, are supposedly part of the spearhead of the anti-apartheid movement from from the white um, side at least, is not actually much to do with their convictions as characters throughout the film. Like apart from one scene where they have that little, you know, a fairly nice scene where they all, they all argue about the you know the resistance movement and what it means. Apart from that one scene, there's very little conflict. There's very little about their ideology that is well, becomes part I was of the convinced that um, Ian Hart's character Dennis Goldberg was gonna hmm. turn on, uh, like you know, yeah. turn on them. And I, thought, them. I thought, I thought, the it, it got, was it got to the point. He got, yeah. So there was some conflict there because, um, but we invented that because none of that happened. Well, no, I think there is. Maybe you are meant to worry because when he actually at the end does contribute to them being able to escape, it's a nice character beat, and I don't know if yeah. that that character beat wouldn't have felt as earned as it did if you did were fully trusting that Ian Hart's character would help. That's true. That so is I feel true, like that, that there was meant to be that initial kind of like, will he rat on them to save his own skin? It definitely does seem like they're setting it up because as the like, yeah on the first night they're like, oh yeah, I shoved like thirty grand up my ass. I'll happily give that away to this guy who I barely know. <laughs> that, does that thirty they grand? Oh, they, they, they use that again when they go on the outside, don't they? Is that what they do with I the think thirty so, grand? Yeah, I think they pay the uh, the, te- the the black taxi driver a lot of money so that he they you know to. To take the risk because oh yeah because obviously if they, if they, they found him taking three in. white people then he'd be probably yeah, yeah. Um, I, I I like I like that they literally sat on that for the whole movie literally oh, oh yeah they're <laughs> sitting there for ages no well Daniel Radcliffe uh, has become an intense method actor uh, <laughs> has he oh god <laughs> yeah yeah Ooh, that, that, that's why it's called Escape from Pretoria they they meant to say Potter um, <laughs> <laughs> no but um. So what I mean is, it is very much a film about the escape and mostly nothing more, which is, in a sense, does it, I mean it does it a bit of disadvantage in the sense that character conflicts are not and you know motivations are particularly strong. I don't feel like I understand Radcliffe's character that much. However, it does mean that the film can focus on its best aspects, which is its like mastery of tension. Yeah, yeah, it does get, it does get well tasty. Of, Tasty. And it has well, such an tasty, amazing <laughs> tasty. <laughs> mm. <laughs> Very tasty movie. Delicious tension. Yeah, there you go. No, but there were some really great moments of tension. Um especially yeah. like when guards are like looking around the room and stuff. And of course my favourite scene, uh, when okay. the guy who's in charge of the prison comes down to uh oh, yeah. cell and there's a bit where he's <laughs> he properly screams at him and then he just turns it off. He like shouts like, Go and listen to me. Yeah, did you get that? It's like it was like the way he changed that. Honestly, I could watch that scene for at least twenty minutes. That was a great scene. So entertaining. So I felt like I was watching the Slammer on CBBC. <laughs> oh, that fucking show! Yeah, <laughs> the Clapper Meter. I hated the. I hate. I couldn't stand the host of that show. Oh, leave him alone! He really annoyed me. No, he was such a like. I'm gonna betray me, Ray Winston for kids. Yeah, oh yeah, I'm sorry. It was so annoying. <laughs> it was jokes. That, and yeah. the thing is, I feel like the slammer really, really had an effect on um, how they staged the ending of Paddington 2. 
Because the end of Paddington 2 looks like that TV show. <laughs> when, when Hugh Grant's dancing in the, yeah. in the convict gear. Yeah. Oh, good God. Any, um, anyway, sorry. We, yeah, no, that scene, that scene, I like that. Although, despite the fact that I've, I've just said that the film on the whole does an excellent job of, of, of keeping up the tension, that scene really weirded me out. Yeah, I loved it. it. Um, <laughs> because he, he finds uh, that the, so Radcliffe is... I can't keep calling him Radcliffe because I can't remember his character name. I do apologise. It's easier for me this way. Um, they're basically they're fashioning keys out of you know woodwork and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, and creating contraptions. And I lo- I love the attention to detail they put into all those things that they properly they don't unlike other like you know escape films or heist films where they show someone escape from prison by just like having a montage of people looking at plans of the prison and going hmm <laughs> yes and, yeah. at things and, and make and scratching things on walls and then suddenly they just walk out the door or whatever yeah. um whereas in this they actually show him you know cut it like measuring the uh like the positions of all the, the key placements and all the nooks and crannies and working out how to turn the key from outside the cell and how to operate all the machinery. Like they, they pay excellent attention to all those little things and it pays off to do that because you want you have a really a really good idea of the geography of the prison, which is not because obviously yes, prisons are kind of actually. almost purposefully yes. difficult. I, I assume they're built to be purposefully difficult to navigate, so it's hard to escape. But it's good that the film only because it's only like you're, you're you're basically only seeing, apart from like the outside bits, you're only seeing their corridor, the canteen, and the the spiral staircase that leads to the exit. And because it and because it makes it makes you understand how all those places relate to one another, it makes you understand where each character is when there's a guard coming around the corner or something, which is mm. really, really good. Yeah, this why film's we were both... doing its best work when it's all about the fine details of how, you know, like, like, like the, the mechanical details of Escape, basically. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's, that's the really Where it's weirdly not film. focusing on its very, you know, where, it, where you'd assume it would be, you know, relying on its, like, heavy political and historical themes. Well, actually, yeah. though, it, it is worth saying, I keep bringing up this point, but it did have some really interesting historical lessons that I didn't know about. So the, the biggest thing, and I'd be interested to look into this and how um, how based on fact this is, is that they in so it's, a, it's obviously a white prison because it's a, apartheid, but in, in that prison, there's still a distinguishment between um, white convicts and normal black citizens mm. are still treated as being... Like somehow below even the convict. It's a, and it's a, such a strange That's done quite dynamic. Well. The bit where I actually think um, it's unsettling, obviously, but Extremely, also yeah. the bits where they um, they they're shown kind of like beat, the prison guards are kind of like beating the that the the, the black citizen up. Yeah, um, the person who's um, delivering coffee and stuff. But yeah, it, I can't find his name here. They... But but it's really nasty, and I do think that although. They don't focus necessarily on the whole apartheid thing that much. It is done justice in the backdrop of all of everything. And you know, oh yeah, they never they and, never and be, the they end. never unsensitive about it. No, yeah, yeah exactly. It. But it's it's not like this film is trying to make a statement about it as such. It's going look, here's no. the apartheid, and we all know it's a terrible thing. Here's a few examples yeah. of what's bad about it. Now these guys were going against apartheid, which you know everyone can agree is a good idea. So that's enough motivation for the audience to want them to escape. That's why they don't really have to develop their characters that much. No, because, I suppose be, because not. from yeah. an audience point of view, you know how view, important it is. Yeah, yeah, you know how important it is that they get out. It's also interesting that I again, it's just one of the things that for me personally, 
I, I I'd never even considered the fact that obviously apartheid itself affects the way in which you are able to combat it because they talk about I think they they do name drop Mandela in the film, don't they? Yeah, well, doesn't and he um, was in a different prison at the time? Yeah, Dennis the, uh, Dennis Goldberg talks about it, doesn't he in in Hart. Yeah, yeah, um, and how the fight is is weirdly also having to be separated even from their side, like they're not able to they they have to themselves have their own apartheid because that's the country they live in. Yeah. So it's quite odd seeing I never even considered that there would be many um uh like many white people who are in, integral to the resistance movement. Which is nice Which is to know. Is it you know it's, it's, it's nice yeah, it's 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 nice to know. I would I would I would be really interested to see if any are there any other films that explore that like relationship stuff. Because even I mean even Mandela, I don't I don't know nearly enough as I should about about obviously for the fact that you you brought up that he was part of potentially you know uh violent resistance i didn't even know about that yeah and then he went to um, prison then he came out and he was peaceful yeah exactly um so it's it is a it's a really fascinating setting i suppose that's why it was so jarring to me that that that, that element was so sort of uh n- n- yeah it wasn't present for most of the time but i'm in a way it it does it does the film credit in the areas that it's obviously trying. I don't think it's trying to be those things, so it's okay. Yeah, and that's that's good. It's because obviously if it, if it did, it would be it would feel insensitive or it wouldn't feel genuine. Uh, as far as prison films go, it's a quick in and out job. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I kept every time. Every, uh, it sounds stupid. Every time I um, I saw them like doing any like practicing, trying to escape and stuff. I uh I kept thinking of the scene in The Rock where um where Sean Connery is, you know right you know, like the scene I don't know, I'm gonna I'm just spoiling shit in the film now they have to do, create a device that they like, hold out the window which will hold a key and allow them to turn it from a horizontal plane it's really strange and it reminded and it, but it's it's really they show you exactly how they build it and it reminded me of the scene in The Rock where Sean Connery has just randomly got like 50 bed sheets tied together randomly in his cell that he's swinging to try and like, <laughs> latch onto this lever. And I always think, where did he get them? Where, this is what I mean when I talk to you about The yeah. Rock. Like, that film is mental. <laughs> There's so yeah. much unexplained uh, weird moments in that Yeah. Film. Fuck, that film's weird. Yeah, um, it's great. It's great. But it, it's it, so is, it is very, yeah. It is yeah. Very cool. um, yeah. Yeah. Something like that in terms of what it's it, yeah. doing. It's very subdued. It's very. It's not. You know. It's not an exciting film, but it, it is when it's, it's being tense. Yeah. Sorry. No, 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 no. I was just saying. So, like, um, <laughs> between, I'm trying. I'm trying desperately to remember now what they did to the uh, to the the rather uh, horizontally challenged or you know the slightly tubby guard. Yeah, it's not horizontally um, challenged. That's not the same thing. Horizontally ta- <laughs> no, that's the other way around, isn't it? What is the word? For, I don't know. Um, the, the well, he's just large, isn't he? He, he is obese. It's not yeah, untrue. He's no, I'm sorry, what do they? The, get it's, him? Very, it's very like the video game Little Nightmares because like they really focus on. Oh, we haven't talked about the sound design of this movie. No, I don't have much. To, I don't. Oh, have the sound design is so important to all the tense things. That's what I mean. Like, so he's a really good example of it. They really focus on like his panting and his footsteps oh, and all that yeah. stuff to kind of make it's they use the silences because yeah, this film sweat hitting the floor exactly like that. all that yeah. stuff to to create the, the tense 
um, mm. anticipation that you feel in the movie, especially like you know um, the bit where they chisel the door as well, and other bits. There's, there's just that bit, oh. there's that bit where he drops the the broom handle through the window when and you're waiting for the guard to come and see, yes, it, yeah, and yeah. to come and catch him. Like oh. literally, it's it's quite on the nose, but that's fine. Like the use of uh, sound design in this movie is very sparing, and then whenever they do it, it's literally like here's your set piece. He's dropped a broom. <laughs> wow, it's true. It's true. Yeah, the set pieces in this all yeah. revolve around sound design. And an understanding of geography. It's kind of it's kind of weird. It's nice. Yeah. The one element of that I remember not being, of being I felt slightly cheated is when he uh, he hid all of his uh, key bits in the wood workshop in his cup, oh, yeah. and then the guard makes them all empty out their cups to make sure. And his cup is has got it's suddenly it's got coffee in it and it's fine. And they just show him get back to his place and it's everything's fine. Did I it have a secret he... compartment in it, or maybe? Yeah, it... it's like was it, does your coffee cup have another like or lid on it or something? Did he really he quickly stick the key up his bum? Well, he had a lot of them. He had like a whole bag. I know he's used to it, but those are <laughs> those are you know that is not a Radcliffe, good place to get splinters. Ra- Ra- Radcliffe worked hard for the role. He's he yeah. And the director kept telling him, "No, no, it's fine. We just put it in a cup." And he's like, "No, no, I insist. We've got no, no, really. Just, it, uh, do you yeah. not do you, do you not take this film seriously?" No. <laughs> Uh, Mr. Mr. Francis Annan, is this not what you want to do for a living, Francis? <laughs> Come on. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't <laughs> recognise the name. Has he done? Do you know what? Have you no, got, I think uh, this is his first. His right first now? feature, I think. Um, oh, that must have been an absolute bitch to have his first feature come out at the start of a pandemic. I, oh, I imagine it's so sad. That must have been horrible. Oh God. No, um, I know. I really feel for the guy. He did a great job. It's, you know. It's, yeah, no, no, he, he generally did, yeah, a really good job of that. Yeah. Um, I was, I was literally about to say a stupid thing. I was about to say, considering oh, it was lockdown, but it wasn't. He actually did make a um, two-hour, like a proper feature in 2010, but it, I don't, oh, know, okay. I don't know if it was a play that they just shot because it's void chess. So that's is, a. And oh, there's okay. not, there's only 15 people on IMDb have seen it, so I don't know if it's real. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, okay, it's probably a yeah. Maybe yeah. that's like a. It's that, that sounds like the sort of thing that might be a student project or, yeah, like a, yeah, something something limited. Yeah. But yeah, um, I think, yeah, I think <laughs> we've slightly extended. It's a very very simple film. Oh, it's ridiculously way, simple. Which is like, simultaneously it's it's benefit is that you know to its detriment and to its credit. I agree. How simple it is. Yeah, yeah. It's, 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 it's a really it's odd a thing. proper. This is a proper Sunday afternoon movie that you watch once and never watch again. But you're like, yeah, that was a good time. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. Yeah. Like, there's nothing hidden. There's nothing hidden in this film. Like literally, gonna, if because you, re- you watched it, it or... wouldn't be like I I couldn't really rewatch this because there wouldn't the... be much to get from it. No, because all the tense yeah. scenes as well. It's be like, well, I know what's going to happen, so who cares? <laughs> it's kind of the opposite of something like Malcolm and Marie, which I which I felt more. It's, it's just because if if your if your character relationship is complicated. That is makes you want to revisit something that's changed. Whereas throughout the course of this film, no characters or no states apart from, uh, you know, in, apart from the geography of where the characters are, either in the prison or not, not much changes necessarily. No, not really. Which means once you have seen it, you understand it's. It's a. I mean, that's also a credit to how well the story is told. Because as yeah. we say, it does a lot of very complicated things. That's it's quite underrated to be able to. Like like we say, make make you understand like uh, this this sort of space very well, especially when it's a very homogenous yeah, that's environment. Good. That's good directing. Yeah, and having you know that making you know exactly where that that certain cupboard is. That, well, that I, I, I even, said I even filled feel with uh, film equipment. For film some equipment reason. for some reason why? 
Like, what, are they making, like, we films never really about being that in out, prison? We? No. no. We never worked that out. No, I don't know. I Yeah, there's a massive film cupboard, really. You can fit three grown men in there. I don't understand. What kind yeah. of films are being made? I don't know. Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah, prison movies, obviously. You know, like, right, you're, you're, right guys, we've got... We're, we're um, Stanislavski method acting uh, thing. You're very lucky you've been posted to this prison because we're going to make some really good movies, prison <laughs> movies in here. Yeah. That'd be interesting. That'd be quite It's cool. like School of Rock. But then yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Prison. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, prison, prison uh, guard Mongo, except no, no substitutes. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> right, so... Um, oh man! Right, let's. Uh, so I've reached the end of my tether now. <laughs> yeah, so my my favourite scene is the scene where it's not the best scene, but the scene where the prison guards shouting at him. I find it hilarious. <laughs> I literally, and then when Daniel Radcliffe has to pretend <laughs> that the key is like for pictures. Yeah, I got pro- say, he I got, got, he got It was a Felix Felicis moment completely. You got away with that way too easily. Uh, yeah, proper Felix Felicis moment. I also, by the way, really um, you know the bit at the start where they set off the the bomb that has all the flyers coming out, all the bits of paper. I got mm. proper Albert Runcorn in in the Ministry of Magic vibes. <laughs> where, where he makes all he, the... oh Yaxley when he <laughs> yeah uh... Yaxley fights yeah, yeah. through the paper. Um, yeah, I don't know. That's my that's my favourite scene. Uh, and yeah, also, as I said, we kept so... shouting, "Use Alahamora." Yeah, exactly. Or when he, when so, he drops the God. broom, it's just come on, Akio or Guardian Leviosa. Come on, this yeah. is this would be so easy for Potter. It's just basic shit, man. Come, come on, on, you went to Gringotts. What? Um, but I tell you what, um, Daniel Radcliffe was really good in this, and uh, his South African accent, once I got used to it, was quite good. Also, it no, it was really good. It was me. really, really, it was really, very really cool. He, it wasn't over the top. Which it wasn't is what you need to do with a film. Like it, that. Yeah, it wasn't like yeah. listen to my accent. I I learned to this. <laughs> do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, quite. Yeah. Also, he was um, uh, it was kind of cool seeing him with Professor Krill. Yes, twenty I, I, twenty years I later. We didn't mention that. That's really cool. It's just like wow, that's just so cool. You only realised that, like, I mean, I didn't realise it at all. I, you know, I was towards the end. You only realised it halfway through the film. Yeah. Yeah, when, it, yeah, it, was... It, it was the moment when um, when Ian Hart was uh, looking uh, away from the mirror behind him, and I noticed that, that there was a, a smiley face drawn on the back of oh. his head. Uh, so, <laughs> and I thought, oh, a reference. Of course. <laughs> just every time he looked away, he just heard, he lies. Yeah. <laughs> What's that? <laughs> very subtle reference. What's very that? subtle reference. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> My favorite scene. I don't know. I think it's the um, it's the first time he he uh, he tries to use the. Key. It's probably the first time he tries to use the key and it breaks in the lock. Um, oh yeah, it's horrible. It's either that or the last door as they're escaping. Spoilers. Um, is where they they came arguing. I was about to say that's witch. just really good. That frustrates me. It's just like, why are you arguing? Yeah, exactly. It's, it's you know, it's the last door. You don't know what's on the other side of the door, and you don't know who's around the corner of the corridor. And there's no, it's the first time in the film where it doesn't like show. It doesn't intercut between the people and the the guards. It's the first time it leaves you hanging. So it's mm. that was absolutely gutting to watch. Yeah, um, I love um, how they did a a proper green mile with the prison guard always needed a massive poo. Yeah, that's that's what I was trying to remember earlier about what they yeah, <laughs> yeah. like them trying to manipulate the fact that he really has yeah he really needs a shit or something. <laughs> there's a there's a scene in the you haven't I don't know if you've seen this the the first Mr Bean film which is okay. which is him in America 
like in Hollywood or something. Um, it's a fucking mental film. I definitely recommend it. It's stupid. But there's a scene where he has to infiltrate this like uh, really high-class art gallery. And he basically does that by just pouring loads of um, laxative into the security guard's oh. coffee. So he has to go and take his shit. <laughs> it's the, nasty. It's really, really fucked up. <laughs> I really got reminded me of that. So just, I, I just the baked beans. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's that's awful. <laughs> the thing I said that about... Um, that I said spoilers. I mean, look, spoilers, they escape. But the thing is, yeah, I mean, it's called Escape like, from Pretoria. Like, well, the, <laughs> the thing, thing is, is the, the thing is, you don't like that's, that's a spoiler in the title. Well, also, also, in the absence of any like character conflicts, their them escaping becomes kind of a foregone conclusion if you want the movie to be satisfying, which obviously mm. you do. Because yeah. otherwise, there's no other type of resolution that's possible. Because obviously, all of the film is about escaping and nothing else. Yeah. So I think it was yeah apart that and the title meant that it makes it a pretty comfortable this. lockdown movie, doesn't it? <laughs> Wink, you know we know exactly yeah. what we're in for, and we're gonna get what we want. And it literally ends on a shot where they where they drive off into the sunset. Yeah, worth bearing in mind. Yeah, I mean, come on, the, 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 the text crawl said With they were the in for a rough crawl, ride. Yeah. It was a rough ride. The text okay. crawl. Yeah, and obviously what they were doing was was obviously very difficult. Yeah, I, and, should, and, yeah, we sh- and, I shouldn't try and under. Yeah, that, and there was a possibly fictional character who bowed too. That was nice. Yeah, that's really sad. They're like, this is a nice enough. Let's have, let's have a new character. <laughs> let's let him out. That is one of the strangest things. Although weirdly, if he is fictional, he, if you're not respected, he's he might be my favorite character. Weirdly, oh yeah, he's my second favorite character. You obviously like Ben Mendelsohn. I mean, I mean, he's getting Mon- my best performance. I'm just gonna spoil it now. Um, Nathan Page's Mongo. I, I genuinely think he was awesome. I really think you know, he he because yeah. you had to believe that the prison guard was super nasty, right? And they did a great job. Yeah. And there's a few moments where you're like, oh, he's probably a nice guy. And you're like, no, oh, no, he's a massive racist. Yeah, I don't think I don't think <laughs> yeah, there'd be much yeah. leeway for thought on that. No, I love, I literally loved watching him in this. I really, <laughs> I, 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 I know it's not fair because really I'm just going, oh, Ben Mendelssohn vibes, but I loved it. <laughs> you literally are. I am. I, I didn't Rack think Daniel was, was great. And Ian Hart was fantastic. He was very good. Yeah. No, yeah, Radcliffe was, was very good. He was just a very, very quiet, very nerdy sort of character it was quite strange really to see it, just, it probably it reflected what he seems to be like in real, in life, real life more than other yeah, people, yeah. Like, sort of things i've seen where he's content to just be a little bit kooky yeah things. exactly no yeah, in, this, exactly. in this he was definitely trying to escape a bygone news for you or something <laughs> you know yeah yeah um so yeah um are we are we are we done on our uh Wait, were you getting your, mandatory rankings? was your was your best performance to mark leonard winter for playing leonard fontaine mental how he's got Leonard in both names, Leonard. isn't it? Yeah, I think I think um I think I would have to give it to him. Yeah. And you'd give it to the guard. Yeah, he's awesome. Yeah. No, I mean, no, I mean, I mean, I mean he's, he's horrible, yeah. but I like I like a, I like a nasty and, villain. Look, there aren't many characters, but he's definitely in my top three. Well, the, <laughs> what the guard doesn't say too much. Yeah. The guard is. Oh, cool. That's nice. Yeah. I wasn't sure if it was just me. Anyway, so um yeah, I'm gonna give Escape to Pretoria out of ten. Ooh, I'm gonna give it a five out of ten. I think it's an average movie. I really like oh. it though. Uh, it's not. It's average. Like the fact that you could definitely, definitely not watch it again, says that I can't really rate it higher. Like, there's nothing wrong with being a good in and out average film. It was quite interesting. This is what I would call the properly good side of average films. Well, I have no hard feelings against a film like this. In fact, I think well played. Like there was some really good stuff about it, but hmm. you know, I don't know. Yeah, I I think it's an enjoyable average film. Okay, 
Um, I'm going to give this a really solid mid-six. Okay. I think. Because um, I think it's attention to detail on the craftsmanship of, you know, uh, a prison escape movie. And it's a, it's really, from a, like a directing cinematography, not, not from writing perspective, I'm not, I'm not crazy about, you know, going on about this film. But in terms of, you know, editing and cinematography, I think it does a fantastic job of of doing this sort of genre of film in a really stripped back way that actually delves into more detail than most films that try to do a similar thing but fall short. So for that, I'm impressed by it, even though I don't feel the need to return to it. We've talked about this before, about just because a film isn't rewatchable really doesn't necessarily mean no, it's I know. not any I know. better. But even every, everything, you just said, everything you just said, though, which I agree with, I agree that the, the, um, the style of this film is far better than its substance, basically. Um, yeah, I, that's, so that's that's why I think true. that's why I think it, I put it meets like between being like a, a yeah, six and a I, and like an otherwise not interesting film. If it wasn't for the I way it, it was put together, as in shown, which I know is a big deal, this film wouldn't be good. I put it down. Yeah, okay, but that's like okay, fine. But you are you have just mentioned. I'm not its, most, its core aspect. If it didn't have it, yeah, of course it wouldn't be very good. Yeah, hey, hey, I, I like this film. I just, like, I look on my IMDb, I look at other films I've given a five, and I go, this film isn't better than those I, films. This is good, okay. you know. I, fair enough. I put it I put it down to to intention. I think the fact that even though I, I've pointed out many things about the film which which slightly hold it back, which is obviously the sort of things where if it did manage to, like, you know, inter, interweave uh, a more interesting narrative from a character perspective, I'd be giving this closer to a seven, probably. Oh, yeah. um, because that and that would definitely add some. I mean, I'd, I'd be giving it if it did that. I'd probably but, give it six. Um, it would take it up for me for sure. But I think because the film is the film is very very aware of what exactly it's trying to do, and I don't think it fails at anything it's trying to do, and I don't think it it you know slips over while trying to do something it shouldn't. No, it's which solid. I, which, I, which I which I commend above a lot of other factors in a lot of films. Hey, I, hey, films. I rate this film what I rate Moneyball. So you know. Oh, Moneyball's a six. I don't know. It was very Moneyball boring. Moneyball is the most boring <laughs> good film ever, but it is a good film. Uh, it was very boring. Uh, oh, we should, okay, I was, I was going to say we should review that. We definitely shouldn't. No. It would be the most boring. Well, you know how much I hate maps. It's literally like, brilliant. <laughs> yeah, but, but Brad Pitt. Oh, yeah, Brad yeah. Pitt. Brad Pitt's not my favourite actor. So, yeah, that's why and I And it's definitely um, third best performance by... Jonah Hill. Hill. Yeah, what, what's, yeah, what's above that? Is it... Um... Well, 21 Jump Street is second and first place is whatever his name is in... Um, oh, Wolf of Wall Street. Wolf yeah, of Wall Street. I'd agree. He's, most, he's horrible in that fucking... Oh, yeah, yeah, he's literally detestable in every I possible cannot, way. Yeah, I mean, as, as everyone knows. Oh, you know when he gives the, the note to DiCaprio? Oh, my gosh, I hate it. I can't watch it. Anyway. Um, I was more thinking when he eats the fish. Oh, exactly. Who eats... <laughs> who eats it's a goldfish, isn't it? Who eats fish? That's horrible. Jonah Hill just wanted to get an Oscar. Did he? Well, I don't know. I mean, that's not very I don't, nice I doubt for me it. to say. I'm sure I doubt that is what drove him. He seems like a genuine artist. Anyway, Escape from Petunia. I mean, Pretoria. <laughs> actually, that, that was actually genuine. Escape Escape, escape uh, from Oscar Pistorius. I oh, God, so, no. Why? Sorry, it just Why sounds like that. say that? <laughs> God, you really haven't got a leg to stand on with that joke. You can't um, say that. Well, I can't say that. You've got to bleep that out. <laughs> <laughs> no. Oh, we're ending it now. Good. What's he going to do? He can't, he can't catch me. Anyway. Um, well, he's in prison, so no. No, and he hasn't got any legs. Got so... He's very quick. <laughs> he's clearly quite quick. That's the thing. Oh, man. Yeah. Let's hope he doesn't escape. From... Yes, that's... 
I wonder if he's in Pretoria. That would be know. fucking hilarious if he was. Well, it would be I'll hilarious. Look I'll look it up now. Let's it look it up. That's uh, definitely not in the format of this show. Oh, also, but... this was produced by David Barron, who obviously produced Harry Potter. Is Oscar oh. Pistorius in what prison? <laughs> oh, I wrote trial. Yeah, you're going to be put on a list soon. <laughs> Very suspicious internet activity. <laughs> Is Oscar Pistorius in what prison? Um, oh, I, no, he's, he's in Atteridge... Ville prison. Damn it. Where Damn. reports suggest he has been teaching fellow inmates about the Bible. I think that's quite nice. Oh, Christ. Really? Okay. Hey, you know, I think he... Well, look, I don't know. I never watched the trials. I have no... You know how in Shawshank Redemption, he's, his whole thing is about teach, you know, teaching people about books, and the books is how he manages to escape. I think Pistorius is a, uh, is, a, <laughs> is a film. I have not given much away that. Also, Shawshank <laughs> Redemption... Everybody no, 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 because no, if film. I heard that, if I heard that and then I watched Shawshank Redemption, I would not stop watching every time there's a book. <laughs> you you would ruin the film for me <laughs> by saying that. Because literally I'd be like, where are the books? Oh, there's a book. Wow. Look. Oh, man, no, okay. Man, we've, oh, just, okay. we've just gone south of an Oscar Pistorius joke. I don't think anyone's watching this anymore. <laughs> it's fine. I think we should say no Pistorius stuff out. Anyway, All right, uh, nice. see you later. Thanks Bye. for listening. Thank you for listening to Outer 10, or at least being in the vicinity of a device which happens to be playing it. If you've struggled through to the end, you've either skipped through the podcast, in which case, shame on you, or you actually enjoyed it somehow. If so, we'd love to hear your thoughts on lists we should make or reviews we should do for any film, TV show, album or game you want. Just make sure it's not boring. You can find us on Twitter at Outer underscore one zero, or send us an email to Outer10podcast at gmail.com, all one word. And all complaints may be sent to us by your nearest recycle bin. See you soon.